0: at Kraft Heinz, I have one simple mission and I have one simple thing that we're focused on with my team, which is to really trailblaze the growth for the organization.
1: I'm your host, Dave Knox, and this is Predicting the Turn, a show that helps business leaders meet their industry's inevitable disruption head on. Welcome to another episode of Predicting the Turn. Today, we sit down with Nina Barton, Chief Growth Officer at Kraft Heinz, to talk about her journey and where Kraft Heinz is going in the years to come. Nina, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. So, I want to start with a little bit of a grounding on your background. Can you start with a little bit about your career?
0: Yeah, sure. You know, I've been in the industry, the consumer industry, for over 20 years. And I started my career in marketing. I've always had a passion for that. I've always had a passion for the consumer and a passion for understanding what they do. I joined Kraft Heinz, which is now Kraft Heinz, in 2011. And I've had the pleasure of touching many of our businesses. I worked on our Philadelphia business, our coffee business. And I, before this turn, I was actually the president of our Canadian business, where I got to see the entire portfolio. And then last fall, I was promoted to uh, the global chief growth officer role for Kraft Heinz.
1: So I wanna dive into that role a little bit more. So growth officer is kind of a new title. So what's uh, encompassed in that role as chief growth officer?
0: Yeah, it's a a great question. You know, it's actually one of those titles that are roles that can actually mean a lot of things. And for us at Kraft Heinz, you know, I have one simple mission and I have one simple thing that we're focused on with my team, which is to really trailblaze the growth for the organization. So what that means for us is actually we do a couple of things. We focus on building out new capabilities for the organization. So, for example, we work on building out creativity in the organization and building that creativity muscle. We're accelerating our insight approach and driving closer consumer insights. And I also work with our R&D organization to develop market-leading technologies. That's one bucket of things that we work on. The second is you know, building up new businesses and new business models, so really you know, trailblazing the growth. So, I have the pleasure of leading our in-house incubator, Evolve, where we're really developing with entrepreneurs new businesses to the market, and I also work with a a breakthrough innovation team that's looking for the next big consumer idea. We also have a venture fund that invests on forward-looking growth areas, and we have a strategy team that's helping to craft the strategy of the organization. So, those are all the pieces that we build in terms of building out the business. And finally, I have the absolute pleasure of leading the e-commerce business around the world.
1: So, you talked about the uh, consumer insights falls in and how you think about that application to R&D and where things are going.
0: How have you seen
1: consumers have evolved, you know, in the recent years and, you know, probably in the last few months as well?
0: Yeah, the, the consumer path and the consumer change is something that continues to evolve and that's what makes my role so exciting and frankly why i've always loved the consumer just when you think you have them figure it out or you understand they continue to evolve and change and that makes it for a lifelong pursuit to understand what makes them tick and how they want to continue to to live their lives you know i think over the past few years we've seen some trends that have continued to grow so the first which has been accelerated actually recently is you know the rise of e-commerce and consumers really looking for ways to, to get food into their home which is something really that is grounded in the concept of convenience but really for the consumers to under, understand ways to live their lives and food has lagged some of the other industries of the rise of e-commerce but we've seen especially since the pandemic the acceleration in this area that's one big trend that we continue that we're seeing the second is consumers are really looking for more taste in every bite, and they're really really willing to experiment to find solutions. And it's something that as they continue to expand their taste horizons and what they want out of food, I get excited because it allows us to really help them to experiment and and push their boundaries. The third, which is kind of linked to that first one that I mentioned to you, is a continued desire for convenience. And really, they're looking for product solutions that help them with convenience. So, part of it is how they get the food into their home, and also how they, um, the products that they have in their home once they get them there, that they could really live to help them to live a more convenient life. And the fourth one is the increase in snacking and mini-meal occasion. You know that's been a trend that has been growing for a while. But what we've seen in the more recent months and years has been an increase on what we're considering like a whole food solutions or real food solutions. So things that feel more real to the consumer that help them to find great snacking and mini meal occasions. So that is how we. Those are trends. There's lots of trends, but those are trends that we're continue to see rise in the last few years.
1: So with all of these kind of changing consumer behaviors, how are you gonna be aligning the business to meet those needs?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great question. You know, over the last 12 months, myself, our leadership team, led by our new CEO, Miguel Patricio, have really been focused on how we're going to operate the Kraft Heinz business uh, going forward. And central to that was the concept of Taking those consumer needs that you just that I just spoke to you about, and bringing them into the uh, center of our business. So we we actually have uh, in the last few months have launched a new enterprise-wide strategy that's really going to take these consumer needs that I just mentioned and bring them into the into the core. So we're making that shift from our, in our business from a category focus, which is basically how we've always run our business, to a platform focus. And that platform view will allow us to, instead of focusing on category definitions, like for example, ketchup or gravy, it will allow us to focus on a platform consumer need. So for example, taste elevation. So instead of looking at solely through the category, we're able to bring together a number of consumer needs together and address that instead. So this shift will allow us to basically address some of those trends that I mentioned before. In total, we have six platforms, and they're all arranged around our, those consumer needs. There's four that we are going to basically be our focus for growth and we will disproportionately invest in. And our platforms, those four platforms are taste elevation, which really hits on that concept of consumers wanting more taste from their food, real food snacking, which, is about, which really hits on that trend of wanting to find real whole food ingredients in snacking occasions, Easy Meals Made Better, where consumers are looking for the constant trade-off between convenience and wanting to find solutions they can feel good about feeding their family, and fast, fresh meals, where we really provide solutions for the consumer in convenience that she can make meals in under 45 minutes. So, each of these four platforms are really going to address the concepts that I mentioned earlier in terms of the consumer needs.
1: So, yeah, that brings up an interesting one when you think about platforms. When you think about your brand portfolio, do they need to play under a single platform or all of the platforms?
0: We think about brands are the ability for brands to go transversely across platforms. So while some brands will sit primarily like in one area, for example, Oscar Mayer sits in fast fresh meals. If there was a desire to bring it into another platform, like say real food snacking, because we thought that was going to provide a benefit, we would look at the consumer need first, and then we would then understand what was the right brand to address that. So that's how we think about our brands. We have some brands today that will travel across platforms from the start. For example, our, our ketchup sits in taste elevation, our Heinz ketchup sits in taste elevation, but we also have Heinz beans globally that will sit in easy meals made better. And we're comfortable with that because they're really focused on the consumer need and the right way to meet them.
1: So When we look at your role as Chief Growth Officer, you mentioned that you have the incubator under you, you have the Venture Capital Fund, and then some R&D efforts. How do you determine where to make the future investments and how you're going to allocate the resources for those investments?
0: Yeah, it's a great question. You know, we really make future investments based on a number of factors. So, we look at everything from growth possibilities for ourselves, our right to win, our, like our competitive advantage, how the competitive landscape looks, and then importantly, the trends we see in the market. So we do prioritize the platforms. We already know the role that we want each of the platforms to play. We think about it in three buckets, and we look at prioritizing across those platforms from that standpoint, and we will have differentiated levels of investments based on where that platform sits. It's also important to note though, that with our new enterprise strategy, we're gonna be investing 30% more in marketing. So we make sure that we can fund that growth that we need for the future. So all of those criteria together, plus the increased investments gonna set us up for great growth.
1: Talent is a big part of predicting the turn. And as we talk about talent, I wanted to mention one of our sponsors, Hunt Club. Imagine the power of the best marketers in the world, helping you to find your next marketing leader. That's the power of Hunt Club. Hunt Club is a new category of talent company that powers the network of experts, connectors, and business leaders to help you find the best talent. Let's face it, recruiting hasn't changed with the times. Hunt Club is changing the recruiting game by leveraging technology and crowdsource referrals to find you the best people possible for your company. Stop paying job boards that don't work or recruiting firms that recycle the same active candidates partner with Hunt Club. So speaking of growth, one of the areas under your purvey is the world of e-commerce. How does the growth in e-commerce change how you develop those marketing strategies around your products and brands?
0: So e-commerce has really grown rapidly around the world, as you know, and it actually has been accelerating during the pandemic as consumers have been looking for ways to bring products more easily into their home. So what we've been focused on at Kraft Heinz has been developing new marketing capabilities, to ensure that we're top of mind for the consumer when she visits these platforms. So, for example, you know, we want to make sure that when she goes to any of our retail partners and looks for one of our great products, Kraft Mac and Cheese, that she can find us and that she has the right way to understand what the product is. So, we're focused on creating new content we make sure we have the right assortment, we have focused on increasing our data analytics, and we want to make sure that we also have a 360-degree connectivity to the consumer when she leaves the platform as well. The other part that's really important to us that we've been focused on is we've been partnering with our retail partners to continue to accelerate our omni-channel supply chain. So, a lot of our retailers are shifting to an omni-channel approach, and we want to make sure that our supply chain is as seamless as possible to make sure that we have the right products available at the right time. And what we have been seeing, which has been great, is we've seen it paying off for us. The investments that we've been putting in have been outstanding, and we're seeing a significant growth in our business. Our share, for example, while I'm not going to share the absolute numbers, you know, has been significantly outpacing our brick-and-mortar share. So, we know that those strategies that we've taken are working, although we have a lot more to do, and we're excited about the future and the possibilities it brings us.
1: Let's uh, switch gears a little bit and talk about the impact of COVID. Obviously, it's been impacting businesses far and wide. What's been the impact on Kraft Heinz, and what have you learned that you think will benefit the company in the future?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's been such an unprecedented time for all of us. I mean, I think that word even, you know, I don't think with the word unprecedented will ever mean the same thing for me in the future because we've used it so much. And I think that as we look at what has happened, it's been a tough time for the entire globe. And for us at Kraft Heinz, it it challenged all the parts of our business, from our supply chain, to our procurement, to how we showed up as commercial teams. At the same time, it increased at-home consumption of food, and it challenged the entire food industry. So what we learned was that we needed to be how quick and agile we could be. And what was so interesting is that we realized that our agility is something that is going to be a competitive strength for us. Our ability to respond with speed was something that was a huge learning for how we responded to this pandemic. And it's actually gonna be a part of of our backbone of our transformation. The other part was our employees we are so proud of them. They came together with pride as we really focused on feeding people at a time when food stability was really, really critical, and that's been our, very, our big focus. Overall though, we're proud to say our business is executing well through COVID because we'd already started our transformation, and we continue to look for ways to invest in our brands and our future, especially as we, part, as we continue the transformation through our enterprise strategy.
1: You just wrapped up with uh, Kraft Heinz sharing a new operating model with investors and analysts. What are the main takeaways of this strategy?
0: Yeah, if I could try and take a a fairly, uh, you know, quite a few months of work and analysis, and I'll try and boil it down to the simplest of ideas. The new operating model is an incredibly powerful unlock for us. You know, at its core, it allows us to do two things it allows us to leverage our scale. I mean, we're a large company. You know, in the U.S. alone, for example, we are in penetrate our household penetration is in 97 is 97%. That's a massive penetration. At the same time, we're going to build out our agility as an organization to move faster. Something that we actually realized and worked through as we went through, as we've been working through the pandemic. So together, at the core, from a behavioral standpoint, we have scale plus our agility, and that powerful combination is going to be critical for us as the foundation to this. We started though the model, the actual model that we're using going forward with our most important asset, which is our people and coupled that with our purpose. So we're investing in building capabilities, we're investing in building out our teams and we're bringing together our ESG to connect our company to the communities and the environments in which we work. The second part of the model is to put the consumer back into the center of everything we do in the organization. So the platform strategy that I talked to you about earlier that really allows us to reorganize the company around the consumer and putting the consumer need back at the center. And this shift allows us to look at consumer trends and consumer needs without the constant constraint of category definitions. And also coupled with the increased investment that I talked to you about is gonna fuel our growth. So that's the second part. The third part of the model is what we're calling Op Center, which brings together our procurement, supply chain and operations groups together in a new way to unlock increased efficiency. The fourth part of our model is to partner with our retail partners and suppliers in absolutely new ways to create value for both them and Kraft Heinz. And finally, the fourth part, will we will generate investments that will allow us to invest back into growth areas in differentiated levels, both in terms of our platforms and globally as we look at countries to invest in differentiated. So this model is a, you know, flywheel that allows us to go from our people through to our consumer, through to our op center, through to our partnerships, through to our investment, back again to our people. So that investment goes uh, cyclically. That is our, basically our new, new model. Underpinned, bring together the scale of Kraft Heinz with our new agility.
1: And when you dial that in and think about the work you're doing with the growth in particular around the incubator, the venture fund, and all the other kind of forward-thinking approaches, how's that new operating model going to change the way you and your teams do business going forward?
0: No, I think it's going to affect all areas of our organization. We have now a clear plan to accelerate growth at Kraft Heinz overall. But we do recognize that you know this is going to be a journey. So we expect this transformation to touch all aspects of the organization. Within my area, specifically, you know, we will be focusing on leveraging our scale, but more importantly, in addition, we will be focused on agility and making sure that we have the speed of innovation, of new ideas that we can bring rapidly to help fuel growth. So, my area focuses a lot on what is the future, how we trailblaze for the future, how we continue to fuel growth, but agility is something that, and scale, are equally important. Let me, as an example, if I look at our e-commerce business, if we had not been as agile as we had been, if we would not started this transformation, if we didn't have Ops Center and our supply chain integration already working and the strong partners, with, partnerships that we have with our retailers, that was a start of this new model our e-commerce response would not have been as strong as it needed to be. And so I'm proud to say that we can already see the model in action as I look at areas like e-commerce. And we'll continue to focus on that as I look across other areas of my of my growth organization globally.
1: So earlier we talked about the challenges of COVID. We've talked about all the work your team has put into the new operating plan and what you just shared. What would you point to as your biggest challenge and accomplishment in the last year?
0: Yeah, there's a lot. It's been definitely, as as people have said many times, been an unprecedented year. And I think both because of the pandemic, but also because of the transformation that we're going through at Kraft Heinz. You know, I think the biggest challenge was the impact that COVID had on the business and the speed at which we were able to respond. We focused first and foremost on the health and safety of our employees and creating a consistency of the supply chain. And as I mentioned already, you know, the lift that we have seen in e-commerce is unprecedented, as and had required us to to respond incredibly quickly for an industry that left forward in forward about two to three years, and that challenge was something that really tested us as an organization, and we're very pleased with the response that we've been able to have. You know, I think the biggest accomplishment is a very broad one, which has been the, uh, it's not mine alone, but it's mine, that one that I worked on with the the entire leadership of Kraft Heinz and a lot of our employees, has been the transformation that we've started. I'm so proud of the Kraft Heinz employees as we've charted this new and exciting journey. And I'm very excited about the next chapter and what it holds for us as a company.
1: Well, I really appreciate you sitting down to uh, share a little bit more about the journey and where the company is going. So, it's been a pleasure having the conversation.
0: Thank you very much. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the show,
1: hit that rating and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And for more resources, head over to predictingtheturn.com.